And we're back. And we're back. What, what did we miss? I missed you. Ah, that's so nice, Neil. And our fans. Hey, everyone. Here we are. Here we are. Nothing much happening out oh, there, as you can tell, you know. Just, you know. Yeah. Crashed, retrieved, alien bodies and stuff. <laughs> the usual, usual week on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Among other things. Oh, well, the, the dam finally broke. In Ukraine, literally and figuratively. Yeah. And the great Ukrainian cancer offensive commenceth. (laughs) Or so they say. And those still living, you know, still fully plugged into the matrix, believe it's... I think the BBC or one other British outlet was reporting to their listeners that um, the Russian army had fled. It's over. Ukraine won. They left. They won. Of course, that's in their reality. In actual reality, that's not even close to true. So we'll be discussing, yeah, Ukraine, aliens, and um, whatever else comes to pass. The latest Trump indictment. Why not? There's one a week these days. Um, Yeah. Where where do you want to start? Um, Well, we might as well get the UFO. Oh, and substations. Huh? Substations. Substations, or power transformer, you know, electric power grid. Were states? Oh yeah, no, it's going down. Uh, someone's trying to bring it down. Wildfires. Oh yeah, who set them Quebec wildfires? wildfires. I, know. I know who done it. My suspicions, Trudeau. No, I'm kidding. It was all. Of us <laughs> it was all of us together with our with our CO two. Yes. Well, Greta says it's your fault. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, she was tweeting this week that Joe Quinn. He's yeah. to blame. He's, he's uh, producing much, too much uh, greenhouse gas. Yeah, he won't stop talking. Yeah, hot air. Um, yeah, UFOs in the news recently. Um, UAPs, I should say. Because UFOs is a bit too old school conspiracy theory. Not unident- they're not unidentified flying objects. They're unidentified aerial phenomena. Right. It's a much broader, broader term, you know, broader definition, um, because an unidentified aerial phenomenon could, well, could be almost anything, no? Anything that you see in the sky that you can't identify and is a bit phenomenal, then uh, that's what it is. Because unidentified flying object is obviously a solid object that's flying in some way or other and you don't know what it is. It's a bit limited. Anyway, so what we're talking about here, obviously, is um, just this past week, I think, or was it the week before? I'm not sure. Anyway, some dude, which is, and that's, it's the... Are we put most, it up? Yeah. Do you have the original? Yeah. It's from the debrief, is that right? Debrief. Don't know. Some never like. heard of it. Uh, never heard of this guy either. He's just a former intelligence official. Uh, or, or that's that's the kind of term he goes by. Former intelligence official. His name is um, what's his name? David Charles Grush. Grush, thirty-six, a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, a veteran of the Na- National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the Na- National Reconnaissance Office. Blah blah blah. He served as a reconnaissance officer's 
representative to the UAP task force from 2019 to 2021. Do you have another picture of him? Uh, from late July to July 2020. 21 to July 2022, he was the NGA's co-lead for UAP. So anyway, uh, whatever. Um, he's a dude. Uh, and the inter- most interesting thing is that... He's an all-American dude. Yeah. Um, well, what's interesting first is that he's named. Yes. There's, 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 there's well, been things like this in the last decade, but this is a bit different because the, the whistleblower, in quotes, whether he is or not, is named, you know, and he's going public with it. And yeah, I think well, that's, my impression of what he's saying and others have said about what he's saying is that there's two others he's kind of speaking on behalf of yeah. who are unnamed. If you want, sorry, I'm interrupting him. <clears throat> no, that's the, okay. He's, the, he's been on TV since. Now, I saw him on News Nation. I don't think any of the main networks have interviewed him yet. I'm not no. sure about that, though. Um, but there's enough MSM traction here that mm-hmm. this... this Disclosure in quotes is a bit different. Um, yeah, so I heard that. Well, you, you people have been following this know that he's saying that he's seen documentation and evidence of second hand, and that that's what's prompting him to speak out. Mm-hmm. But additionally, he's kind of speaking on behalf of two other whistleblowers, unnamed, and they are unnamed because for their own protection, ostensibly, because they have actually been involved with the SAPs, the special access programs mm-hmm. that supposedly involve <clears throat> retrieved alien crash that the US government has back in, been back engineering these years, researching, using, I guess. Yeah. Um so that's the that's the first thing. It's kind of it's kind of like a give and take. The give is he's named and you see him and you get to check him out. That's that's new. But then the take is that he himself is not actually directly involved with that. You know what I mean? He's seen the documents and he's heard the stories right. from others. And well, he's sort actually, of speaking on their behalf. Uh, this was picked up by some news. I mean, it got quite a lot of traction, unusually, in the mainstream media. This one's from The Guardian. Uh, and I think there's another person mentioning this one. So um, this is U.S. Urged. To reveal UFO evidence, U- UAP, please, not UFO, after the claim that it has intact alien vehicles. This is talking about the same guy, Grush, Grush, Grushk, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you heard of him? Heard that is 12. And further down, you see uh, just uh, the fourth paragraph there, I think it is, fourth or fifth. Jonathan Gray, a current US intelligence official, it's not a former one at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, confirmed the existence of exotic materials to the debrief, adding, we are not alone. Uh The disclosures come after a swell of credible sightings and reports have revived attention in alien ships and potentially visits in recent years. Then it goes on about the Pentagon released report on the UAPs in 2021. Uh, 140 instances of UAPs that could not be explained. Had the Tic Tac video... What people probably know about. Um, so, and then the House of Congress, basically, House of Representatives, um, has apparently, or is going to, the House Oversight Committee, is going to investigate allegations, these allegations that the U.S., specifically that the U.S. has possession of intact or partially intact alien vehicles. Let's see them aliens. That's what I'm talking about. We can get all members of uh, 
we can get the members of Congress to do the Naruto run uh, on Area 51. Instead of having a bunch of LARPers, millennial LARPers, organizing, organizing it on TikTok, we can actually have members of Congress all marching on Area 51 or the Pentagon, wherever these things are. We don't know yet. <clears throat> Find out where they are, march on it and with the banner of Let's See Them Aliens. What do they call it when a, a bunch of people make contact on social media and agree to turn up at like a, a train station? A flash mob. A flash mob. They can flash have mob a congressional of, flash mob at exactly. Area 51. Yeah. And yeah. beat down the doors and see if they get shot or not. Let's see them aliens. Let's let, you know we're Congress. We have oversight. We this is the oversight committee. Let's 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 see what's going on. Uh, because some dude, some former dude, intelligence representative said that it's true. So all of a sudden it's true. I mean, what, what's striking striking to me about this is that there have been many many people over the years, going back decades. I'm talking about in the seventies, eighties, who are who were interviewed, you know, on mainstream, relatively mainstream channels making this exact same claim. So this has been, this claim that this guy is making has been made by former members of the US government, different agencies, for 50 years, at least, making the claims. Of course, you can go back for actual claims like to Roswell, RA-51 in the 19... What was that, 50? 47. 47. Uh, That's even further. That's almost 80 years ago. But um, definitely for the last 40, 50 years... These claims have been made publicly by people with their face and their names on video, interviewed by American TV shows, you know, news shows, making these claims. And nobody ever took it seriously. But now, for some reason, this one gets traction. Why? Well, the Guardian just said, in the context of the last few years, so the ground has been laid a little bit in advance. Tic-tac videos released, like we just said, of the Pentagon's... um, um, mention of uh, 100 and whatever it was, 14, that they couldn't explain. Just the very fact that they have talked openly in recent years, that they have task forces, that they have agencies almost dedicated to this, that they've been letting people in gradually, Mm -hmm. with the basic message that we, your government, those in power, take that seriously. Mm. Just that, what has changed mm-hmm. beforehand it such was that now when there's a bombshell drop even on a small outlet unknown to us before now the debrief.org Tucker Carlson can mention it sure he's no longer with Fox <clears> but he get 88 million views in his mm. first proper episode since leaving Fox he talks about it and you know it's like number one trending topic on Twitter mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah it, it did get mainstream traction more than more than usual um, within a day I'd noticed that the French language, Spanish language media also had were running with this headline. Mm-hmm. This isn't something that will be just contained to the United States, like many other topics. Right, it's global, like it's COVID. global, global and instant. So it's kind of like got the okay, I suppose, from the media controllers, whoever they are exactly. Well, generalities aside, if you go, can you go back to that um, the debrief piece that broke this. There's something specific said early on. Do a word search for statements. Hopefully it's just the one. <clears throat> okay. In, in accordance with protocols, Grush, the whistleblower, provided the Defense Office of Pre-Publication and Security Review at the Department of Defense with the information he intended to disclose to us. 
that's the news everyone's talking about this week. His on-the-record statements were all, quote, cleared for open publication, end quote, on April 4th and 6th of this year in documents provided to us. Mm-hmm. Cleared. I mean, there's no, that's not blowing the whistle. No. That's why I said in quotes earlier. Blowing the whistle is when you, <laughs> you upset somebody at DOD. If DOD is given your approval six weeks beforehand, you're not blowing the whistle. Right. Well, right there you've got a red flag. And then, of course, there's the kind of work he used to do. Anyway. It's, you have to be and skeptical, in, right? In fact, if you scroll up and go to the opening paragraph, this is the first red flag I got was like that. It's a former Intel official... And right away, they're calling him a whistleblower. No quotes used. Um, blah, blah, is given Congress. Blah, blah, blah. Given Congress and the intelligence community inspector general. Okay, so notice that those things are put in caps, mm-hmm. designating in the English language that it's, there's a formal body. It's a formal actual agency or mm-hmm. it's an officially, it's officially part as at the ins- of the institution of the United States government. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, WTA, what is that? That, that? How can that exist? The intelligence community, I thought, until I read that first paragraph, was a general acronym that has come become a conventionally used term in recent years. So I had to Wikipedia. It and has an There is general. an intelligence community inspector general. Then I'm like, well, okay, but what is the intelligence community officially? You know, is it an institution in the United States? Now, now do a Wikipedia search for that, and the the definitions that come up first are supplied by f- federal government websites. Mm-hmm. But it's super vague. It's like it does not say that this is a formal part of the formal apparatus of the United States government. It says something like, "Yeah, the intelligence community is a complex, varied um, body of." Um, agencies within the United States government that have sort of come together as a result of executive orders, memoranda. There's no law. There's no, like, Congress passed on this date back in Mm 1980-something that we are setting up. After 9-11, the Department of Homeland Security was institutionalized. That was overt, explicit, made legal in law. It's now a thing. It's abstract, of course, but still, it's a thing. There's no such thing for the IC, and yet it has right. an, an, an inspector general mm-hmm. who, to whom underlings can report to, right? To address their concerns. So it's acting. This thing is acting as if it is part of, but it's still not. This is parapolitical. This mm-hmm. is we are in deep state territory here, mm-hmm. and that spooks me a bit about this whole thing because they're both revealing the reality of alien something mm-hmm. and incipiently acclimatizing people to parapolitics that there's no law that these people that these people are outside the rule of law right it's pseudo government right it's not the u.s government anyway you you've already stated what the end the current end result of this is congress wants a discussion about it mm. and you told me when, when you heard that news that that's that's the way to make it make this kind of thing if it's ever going to go official and tell some story to the, to the population or to the, to the world, I suppose, that um, aliens exist or we're not alone or whatever, and, and, you know, in a way that everyone's going to believe it. 
uh, that they'll go, they'll do it through Congress, right? Congress will finally have been given information to show that um, that evidence that this is this is true. You know that there are other other sentient life forms that uh, have been visiting our planet, and they're just here to uh, what document go, the event. Go to the beach. I don't know. They're just here. <laughs> they like our beaches. Uh, don't know uh, whatever the, whatever the narrative will be. You have to wait and find out. But it looks like it's building up to something of that nature, right? I mean, this kind of stuff has been around for a long time. Anybody who was open to the idea of uh, you know who could go there type thing has gone there and has accepted the fact that you know there's probably that has been a reality for quite some time. Um, but it's always been poo pooed. It's always been crazy conspiracy theorists, UFO nuts, tinfoil hats, blah blah blah. And so most people. I think it's a difficult thing for people to accept. It's a fairly, it's a paradigm shifting, uh, it would be a paradigm shifting event, you know what I mean, in the history of, obviously in the history of human Uh, race as we we have known it so far, it would be a pretty, pretty big, big deal. So, um, do you think, it has, most people don't want to go there, you know what I mean, because it's just, if there's no evidence, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to go with any evidence that I see myself. I mean, you have these Tic Tac, Tic Tac uh, videos with actual Navy um, pilots, uh, you know, talking about look at what's doing, you know, like it's doing crazy maneuvers and all this kind of stuff. It's evidence of a of some kind of not most likely, you know, you look into it. Obviously, no one is an expert in this, but well, even with some that people tic- present with, themselves as right. But with that Tic Tac video and others, uh, and the and the statements by the Pentagon of 114 things that they couldn't explain, blah blah blah. Any reasonable person would say, uh, yeah, well, it looks like that's. A, you know, reasonable evidence that it puts it in the category of more likely that there is some kind of, possibly some kind of extraterrestrial, um, that, uh, you know, existence that has been visiting planets and not, right? Any reasonable person would, you wouldn't have to decide conclusively if that's true, but based on the evidence so far and the way it has come from official sources, you would, any normal person or reasonable person would say, okay, let's, I'm leaving it open as a distinct possibility that that's true. But, um, it's, but they still need people to. They still need the authorities to make it true for everybody. Uh, everybody in this planet, millions of people, the majority of people on this planet, could see repeated evidence of that Tic Tac video and others like it, and and hear statements from uh, actual, you know, not like former intelligence officers or whatever, but like actual pilots who have seen these same things or airline pilots. You could. Put it all together, and people would still never go to the point of believing that aliens are real until the government tells them that aliens are real. This is for the majority of people, um, and that so it won't happen until some process occurs where it is recognised by an authority and it's stated to be real by an authority, and then people will believe it to be true. So you know what I mean? It's strange. Yeah. It's kind of like with stuff you can see with your own eyes. Uh, should lead you to a conclusion that something is most likely to be true, but you just put it on the shelf and you ignore it and you still confine it to kind of like, yeah, it's UFOs. The problem is you've got a whole history here as well. Yeah. I mean, the past however long, since Roswell or whenever it started, 60, 70, 80 years when people were, anybody who talked about it was put in the crazy, kooky, conspiracy theorist box. They're nut jobs, right? They're alien nuts, right? Alien UFO, UFO nut jobs. So... People have been conditioned to believe it as believe it to be something 
just ridiculous and crazy. And science says we're alone, has always said we're alone. Possibility of life elsewhere is basically almost zero. And, you know, intelligent life or superior life does it zero. <clears throat> so there's that history to it, which makes it difficult for people to just make the leap then to the exact opposite. It's the same reason people today still think that red meat, eggs, butter and salt are bad for human beings. Despite the fact... And in the face of evidence they can test this morning. Well, they were told that for 40, yeah. 50 years. Your parents, my parents, they were all told it. Uh, people I know, even my generation, who would see me eating a steak, they'll turn around to me and say, that's a heart attack in a plate. Just off, straight off the top of their head, right? They yeah. just know that stuff, right? Despite the fact that in the past few years, the science, quote-unquote, has said, actually, we were wrong. Low fat, really bad. You should have natural animal fat. You should, have, you should have meat two or three times a week. You should have eggs two or three times a week. Butter is good for you. And you really need to have salt because salt is uh, really important for your, for, your, um, for your general well-being. But uh, that's, so that's, that's all being turned around, but people still have a problem yeah. doing that. You can so you can imagine how difficult it's going to be for people to make a transition to, uh, no, to aliens are real, given that they're... Yeah, and, and the, on the dietary <coughs> issues, they're not going to come back because you said the science has changed, but the science is also... F it's, a, it's a minefield of disinformation yeah, that main, is maintained right. by authority. But my, my fear on this issue is... Um, it's drip, drip disclosure, and this is a pretty big drip... But it's, yeah. it's, it's going to end up with people so confused that it's a bit like titration, you know, or vaccinating people. Like the vaccine is supposed to inoculate you from the future disease. This knowledge is supposed to in inoculate you from the shock and having to adapt to a new expanded reality of other worlds and other creatures, yada, yada, yada. But that's not probably what's going to happen. J just take, for example, that thing you just mentioned you know it and you think you've assumed that most other people are going to know it that when they watch those when they saw those glimpses of the so-called tic-tac videos of uaps mm -hmm. ufos whatever flying off the coast of california in the early 2000s that were confirmed as legit mm -hmm. unidentified things by the u.s navy crazy in 2017 and possible. more recently you're thinking, okay, well, everyone knows now. No, I'm not. Well, well, those who are paying some kind of attention. There is a guy right now. He was interviewed. I first saw him on the David Politis documentary. He thought he was the bee's knees. He's a former FBI agent who was specifically assigned to paranormal cases. Right. I forget his name, but I think he's a like... Latino guy. Latino or dark eyeglasses. Hispanic, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he has since... Uh, I've since seen him on Clayton Morris's redacted show... And he gave a, like a half an hour. Was, I think they did an expanded show, like an hour with him. And he claims that those 2004 Tic Tac videos, because the craft in question were buzzing with the USS Nimitz and other carrier ships that were on exercise or something off San Diego, mm. like one of the best and most important military hardware structures of the United States government, that like for him, as he said, um, <clears throat> obviously that's not alien. They're UAPs, and he distinguishes. He's he's his definition of a UAP is that that stuff that we have engineered from the UFOs, mm -hmm. and that that was a secret program of stuff showing off to the USS Nimitz what it could do, and that's floating around millions of views, and that mess is going out there too. So, you see what I mean? Right away, 
confusion is put in there. Yeah, it's flipped. It's mm. like it's like what, what is it? You're going to end up, I think, where it's a situation where everybody knows, yet nobody knows. It's kind of like titrated into your subconscious mm-hmm. that you're familiar with it and therefore not spooked or something. You're emotionally habituated to it, but you're not going to know. And I suppose the one thing they want you to know, because this will all be so carefully controlled, is that no matter what happens, the government is in control. Well, they better be. Which is the very... aliens are scary. Because that is the very thing that is evident when you do look at the, the literature of what happened with UFOs going back 60 years, is that the government is not in control. This thing is way above them. They have no way to control these guys. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're doing. They're like, they arrive after the fact and try to clean up the mess to protect the population. Mm-hmm. They're not in control at all. The point is, and this is what they're going to try to, they're going to try to bury the lead, as they say in media, mm-hmm. is that the government is not in control, but mm-hmm. they want to manage the information process here to reassure you that we're in control. And what better way for the next drip drip in the disclosure to say, yeah, it's real and we have now have the tech as well. We have the capability. Hmm. You know, do you? You know what you're doing? Yeah. Do, well, are you suggesting that you're going to be on a par with them? You're going to be able to handle the threat which you're implying exists because they're out there and they're real? Well, I think it's going to, yeah, but I think it, it's it's going to lead to it being presented as benevolent, obviously, you know? Right. Because you can't, uh, you can't present something like that of a, I mean, they've built it up so much that, well, all of the evidence suggests that any purported extraterrestrial life forms are significantly superior to us tech-wise and also um, the actual government releases on suggest point in that direction as well that you know those those navy pilots had no chance against you know it just disappeared you know they couldn't track it they couldn't couldn't get it couldn't keep a keep a bead on it or whatever you know and um, so it's obviously superior technology so you can't the government can't present um, something like this to the population I don't think if they can avoid it, they can't present it as a as, as a threat. It'll be presented as friendly aliens. They have to be friendly, Neil. Otherwise, it'd be chaos, right? If you're gonna, it, there might be chaos anyway. If you if you were to release this information, right, officially, and have Congress assert that yes, this is actually true. We, uh, we have all the data now. We have all the information. But um, so friendly, expect it to be friendly, and expect us to uh, have our opinion on it. If if the aliens don't shut down the internet. Anyway. Um, 24 <coughs> hours after. The yeah, well, that's program. another interesting thing is, is, is this story of, in Las Vegas. And this is the updated report. You can just play it there. We'll, we'll have a listen to it. It's four minutes. But are we allowed to play this? What is it? Eight News Now. Lo- uh, yeah, local Las Vegas media. That's okay? Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. They're not going to censor us? No. Okay. No, it's not like um, movie or, or music footage, okay. you know? So go ahead. Southern Nevada is abuzz tonight with stories about the crash of an unknown object and the alleged sighting of strange creatures in the backyard of a Northwest Valley home. So it was last night that 8 News Now investigator David Charns reported about how Metro Police responded back on May 1st after receiving a strange call from a very frightened family. Well, our report generated a global response, and now piecing together the sequence of events has been kind of tricky, in part because the primary witnesses have been almost as elusive 
aggressive as the beings they say they encountered. Chief Investigator George Knapp is as perplexed as the rest of us, George. As you know, this is not our first UFO rodeo. We first heard about the incident in early May via the Metro Police grapevine. The incident has a lot in common with other bizarre cases from around the world, an alleged crash, strange beings, and bits and pieces that don't make sense. But the police took this seriously, and so do we. Just before midnight on April 30th, sky watchers across several western states saw a bright fireball streak through the heavens. A police officer working in the Northwest Valley caught a glimpse of the colorful object on his body cam. At nearly the same time, a ring camera in the area recorded a strange noise and what sounds like a crash. One family living in a ranch-style home had a much closer view of the object. Two brothers and their father were working on a vehicle in their yard when they caught a glimpse of a sparkly object as it came crashing down, then were hit by what they describe as a shockwave. One of the witnesses, a young man named Angel, has stated when the brothers looked into the yard where the object landed, that spot was obscured and blurry, as if by unknown form of camouflage. What they saw next prompted a frantic call to 911. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot, I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes, they have big eyes, okay. like, like I can't explain it, and big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and, and they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. Eight News Now investigators have spoken with family members multiple times in the past four weeks, but each of the three times we accepted their invitation to do an interview, they didn't answer the door or their phone. These are some of the claims they've made in other public forums. Multiple family members backed up the story in an initial police report we obtained. Angel says they heard the patter of multiple feet in the yard. They later heard footsteps on their roof. They saw one of the eight-foot-tall creatures climb behind the controls of a large front loader stored in the yard, as if trying to engage it. He got a good look at one of the creatures, he said, a greenish-grayish being with large eyes and long legs. He says he could hear its deep breaths, and when he locked eyes, he was, in essence, frozen in place, couldn't move. In the middle of the yard, where the object had crashed, then vanished, a circular impression was left in the soil. Okay, where is this on your property? Metro sources say the police dispatcher initially wondered whether to send a crisis intervention team to help the troubled witness, but then took the incident seriously. Two officers arrived 38 minutes after the call, and by then had heard from other officers. They proceeded cautiously and managed some nervous laughs. I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> a few days later, the family says, two Metro sergeants returned to the scene to ask follow-up questions. The family says they also saw men in suits and sunglasses driving in a car with government plates cruising slowly past the house in the following days. Nellis and Creech have denied any interest or involvement with the incident. Metro has indicated they believe the family that something crashed in their yard. But what? You, know, you mentioned, George, in that piece that you know they were frozen because so many people have been critical of, yeah. like, why didn't get their phone out? Why didn't they get right. the video? Do we know? Uh, so interesting is that this is George Knapp, who is famous. Is the George Knapp? Yeah. Oh, no way. So, so coast to coast, veteran conspiracy theorist. He has a history and back, uh, background in, in journalism and stuff. But he's basically known today for being on coast to coast uh, yeah. radio, which is 
uh, on their kind of conspiracy theory show, and he, so he's officially a long-term conspiracy theorist. He, you know, he's been in the UFOs for a long time. Bob Lazar, remember Bob Lazar? Yeah, yeah. he was a, a real old-time whistleblower. Right, he said way, the same thing as this guy way back and when. Saw it personally. Yeah, and he's been on. He's been all over the internet since then. So that's what's strange to me is this: some it's new guy can just come <laughs> along and say this, and suddenly it's it's getting much more traction than anything I ever did before. And then, like we're saying, this. Uh, and you know this this local TV station pulled in George Knapp to give the report on it. Um, but anyway, it seems that what you can expect from the alien presence, the announcement of, a, of an alien presence on the planet, is and, and any interaction you might have with these aliens is that they're going to paralyze you while they steal your stuff in, from your backyard, especially seems, a bulldozer. They have a, a, a bit of a an affinity for uh, front loaders, any or maybe you know any kind of excavators forklifts, that kind of thing, they're going to steal them all. Joe, don't make jokes <coughs> about that. Everyone's taking this seriously now. Please. You well, it's interesting as well. Don't this. The media is serious, so we're going to be serious. Do you see the video, in that video, that, the, that called the cops out in the first place, and the mm. cop actually said he wasn't going to come, he wasn't going to respond to this call about these things in, in the backyard, except for the fact that his partner saw that thing flying through the sky, the the, the green light that you saw at the yeah. start of that video that's clearly a fireball yeah uh, and it's a one you can see those if if you know uh, on YouTube you can see them being reported around the world and f- for the past 10 years with increasing intensity over the past 10 years in many different places they're, they're significant chunks of rock flying through the coming into the lower atmosphere and breaking up they're green they're blue depending on the, the composition of them and they're extremely frequent now that happened Simultaneously or around the same time uh-huh. as this this guy, this one family. So it's not said there, but it's the, the implication or what you could come away from is that that's the thing that fell in their backyard. When obviously it's not. If a meteorite well, or a space rock fell in their backyard, there'd be there'd be problems. I'm not saying that's what they said, but no. what I'm saying is they put the two together and don't make the distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It got conflated in their video report. So okay, first of all, American Media Society. I checked. Um, let's have a look at the second the one link I just sent you now. There was a fireball sighting in, in the Vegas area, Las Vegas, Las Vegas specifically. Well, you can see it was seen around the general southwest of, course, of yeah, the U.S. It's going to be seen in a lot. Of Most places. of the sightings were in Vegas itself, right. there, and that's from uh, May first. It syncs right, so up that's, that's at the same time. That's what that is. That's what they, that was a meteor fireball. The thing is, the kid Angel, um, ah, they showed a still from it. Uh, it was a still from a Twitter video upload he's since made where he gives an eight-minute-long testimony. Right. We won't play it, but um, I'll just we'll put it on the screen here so people can <clears throat> have an idea where to look for it. Um, from memory, he was not making sense all the time, but it is consistent with what he, with what he told the cops that night. Um it, it opens with a little bit of the body cam footage and the news reporting, but otherwise it's him sitting in a room telling what he remembers. On the on the fireball thing, he himself made the connection on the night mm-hmm. because there there was a light, a flash of some sort. I don't know if it's what he saw at the corner of his eye. He describes seeing a light and a flash and then a loud bang. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, <laughs> like the alien he saw, he's sure he saw an alien came in that thing. Right. Additionally, he also shows within the video a better still image of um, from the cop's body cam footage of that night of this circular indentation left in the right. sandy yard in well, the back. Gravel. Yeah. It's gravel. And it is it is a clear circular thing and that's part of what spooked the cops as well. 
Um, so his story checks out uh, for the most part. You know, even I think he made the video recently. What, what is it upload? Yes, he did. He, he look, so he puts that. Well, breaking new this this Twitter channel uploads this. Um, oh, hang on, I've got the wrong video. That's the local TV report. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's the TV, lo- the one we just saw, or a similar local mm-hmm. Las Vegas report from mm-hmm. June eighth. Sorry, this is the right link. This is a, um, a link to. A Twitter upload of Angel's Angel's see Angel's uh, eight-minute-long testimony. Um, I think it's <clears throat> someone else's Twitter channel, but yeah. So this is like a UFO watcher himself. Scroll down. He's got some details there of what the kid says in it. Um, we won't play it. Maybe we'll look at his, his summary of the details. Mm-hmm. So, so in but, the kid's mind, they're connected. When the object landed, he felt a shockwave. Vision became blurry. Um, also, there's more footage from the kid of, of people there that night. And they're, his, his parents they're, they're not LARPing. Family. They're not LARPing. Some shit happened there, like for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah, well, probably. But the thing is, he didn't get a video. He, he, he has a camera or multiple, multiple people had their, their phone cameras there. And none of them got a picture or a video or anything even resembling that of this thing that he said he saw, which is very common in, that really uh, happens, yeah. in, in UFO lore. Um, okay, so a few things to note. Local TV have done such reports mm-hmm. since forever. What usually happens is what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas. Mm. What happens locally doesn't break out. What's different here is mm-hmm. that the story broke out within a day. For example, um, I sent this to you. I'll resend this to you, Scott. This is New York Post. New York Post has given this like a full spread. That's what's different. And the timing of this story going viral on mainstream and social media with the whistleblower, it, it gave it this amplification that we're not used to. So this is New York Post. Mm-hmm. Look at the headline. Las Vegas police spot suspected UFO and residents claim to see aliens. Now, just 10 years ago, that headline would have been the weekly world news mm-hmm. headline. It mm-hmm. wouldn't have been the New York Post. I know New York Post is a tabloid, but they wouldn't have said that. No. Or they would have contained already within the headline, much less the content of the article, mm-hmm. a lot of snarky kind of... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's a slow point. news week, so we're going yeah. with this. Make, make a no, laugh of instead, it, yeah. they're actually reporting the fact. The other thing is the fact that we have body cam footage published. It, remember, this event happened on June, uh, May 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone sees the body cam footage. That's like, what, why are they helping to show that? Surely that's something that would be like buried if it was really a threat to narratives, narratives yeah. of government control. Well, the like, body cam footage doesn't show anything. No, but it, show, it shows cops taking it seriously. Yeah. It shows people spooked yeah. by something. So the cops actually responded to it, and the reason the cops said, like I said, the reason the cops said he responded, he said he wouldn't have responded to that kind of a call, except his officer saw that fireball. Okay. And he conflated it with the report from something falling in my backyard and there being two suspects or two individuals or whatever, two aliens in my backyard, you know? Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, and the reason it's given, and it was cited by those those news anchors, was the reason that they're even doing this story in this way, giving it some credibility, is because of this whistleblower. So right. we can expect that this whistleblower, and, and but then the question is, why is he being taken seriously when there have been multiple whistleblowers over the years 
with similar credentials who have said the same thing and they were laughed at or ignored by the mainstream media. This whistleblower is the one that sets the standard where it's, he's taken seriously, the media, someone, someone decided that this guy should be taken seriously, the Guardian reports on it, uh, Congress is setting up a, a, a committee to, to, to investigate it and to get the answers on what, what this whistleblower is saying, whether they're true or not. And then the media follows on by reporting on things like this that they would have laughed at before, only, be- only they're doing it now in a more serious way because this whistleblower has been taken seriously by the media and by Congress. So somebody's, some, somebody, either somebody has said take it seriously or something <coughs> is happening where it's being taken seriously. For or, uh, yeah, <coughs> whether it's individuals, so agency, or whether it's a system of government, so structural systems or people, what do you think is driving this? Why, as... As Jesus, Joe Rogan was discussing this on his podcast, and he's like, okay, but I smell a psyop. And my first question is, why now? So, hmm. what's driving this? What's driving what? Why? Why are they... Because they're going to reveal... They've lampooned successfully for 80 years, but right. now they can't anymore? <clears throat> they don't want to. They don't want to. Why? Because they... I don't know. But they're pl- the reason they're doing it is because they're planning to reveal uh, the reality of UAPs, aliens... Why? Because they want a paradigm shift. Or because a paradigm shift is happening anyway, such that people would see more shit than usual, and they've got to be prepared for that. Maybe. I don't, maybe. I don't put much credit in people seeing anything these days. <laughs> so I'm sorry, you're not going to get any agreement with me on that one, that, that, that this is being forced by the public because the public... Uh, are going to blow the whistle. Not the, the public. Public, public are going to. It's going to be let the cat out of the bag. Everybody knows now because because this phenomenon becomes more transparent to people or something like that. I don't think so. I think if there is such a phenomenon, then it's obviously it's been able to contain itself and keep itself. You know, you, you know, kind of occluded from public uh, public consciousness or public awareness for, like you said, eighty years. The government has covered up. If if such a cover up exists, the government has been successfully able to cover it up all these years. So. And the only, like you're saying, the only reason then why they would reveal it now uh, is because the public are going to demand answers. No, I don't think so. I don't think the public demands okay. anything except so it's not Twinkies and McDonald's. So <coughs> it's done because they have their own reasons for wanting to do it now at this point in time. That's, and that's assuming all of it is, there's, there's something behind it all. Uh, okay, well, speculate. What are the reasons? Well, that, assuming that, it, that there's some reality to mm-hmm. it, I mean. Then the reasons, like I said, are that they're doing it now deliberately. It's not because they're being forced to. They're doing it through choice. And they're also doing it because, uh, because, like I said, they want to create uh, a whole new world, a new fantastic point, point of, of view. view. Yep. <clears throat> With spaceships and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And aliens. Yeah. It's a counter to uh, Putin and G's multipolar world. Oh, Yeah. You think you're going to do multipolar world? We're going to do galactic world. <laughs> We're going to do galactic federation. Where's your multipolar world after that? Right. Huh? Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what the reasons are specifically, but I, I'm pretty sure that if it's happening, like I said, and I'm not saying it's happening, but if it is happening, it's happening because they plan to make it happen. You know what I mean? If you, if you forget about whether or not it's real, whether or not UFOs and aliens are real or not, assume they are. Because you know, have all this all this evidence. Let's say you go mm. with that evidence. Well, then the evidence also points you in the direction of it having been successfully covered up for eighty years or longer, whatever, and both by the quote unquote aliens and also by the government. So there's no reason why they have to reveal it now. If it's real 
And if they're revealing it now, they're doing it because they choose to. And why they choose to, I don't know. You can make up some answers yourself, but my answer is that they want to upend the whole world order. And well, by world order, I mean the way people think about the world and about themselves. Well, that's my, that's my hot take was Ukraine is wind, winding down, and now it's, this is the next thing. Maybe. But you've got uh, 2024 to deal with. That's the next thing. Right. There'll be multiple things going on at the same time, I think, which will just make people switch off um, and go, or just lose their, lose their marbles. Because, like you said at the start of the show, moving on from aliens and onto the more terrestrial type of aliens, or rather an extraterrestrial, the illegal aliens, and the border, and Trump, and indictments, <clears throat> there's a good chance that this time next year, Trump is going to be sitting in front of a jury being accused of high crimes and misdemeanors and all sorts of bullshit. Like, around the same time that he gets the nomination for the Republican uh, as the Republican candidate for president. That would be awesome. Is, is the, you think that's about the timing of the this... Well, what, what actually changed this week? I, I read it quickly and I thought um, all that's changed is that the indictments against him were unsealed. That this yeah. actually occurred back when um, his house in, in Florida was raided. Mm-hmm. It's been... So the unsealing of the 37 indictments against Trump for mishandling government documents... Mishandling top-secret information. ...went public this week. But that's, it's, that's the it's only serious. thing that's actually changed. Yeah, that they're going ahead with it, basically. If you just throw that up, this is... And go down to the picture of the nice lady with the black hair. Um, where is she? Go down a little bit. There's a picture of a nice lady with uh, black hair. Keep going. That's not a nice lady. There she is. Um, so this is the Trump-appointed judge who's returning to spotlight in his federal criminal case. And this is a federal judge, Aileen Cannon. She last summer oversaw the court proceedings related to the FBI search of his Mar-a-Lago. And again, I'm reading the text. You can uh-huh, go sure. down a little bit. Uh, now the Trump-appointed, this, this lady has been uh, initially assigned to oversee the former president's new federal criminal case in Miami. If she remains on the case, Cannon, that's her name, would have wide latitude to control timing and evidence in the case and be able to vet the Justice Department's legal theory. And Trump appointed her to the bench in May 2020. But all fair and love and war. and Trump and, appointed and, a lot of people and, who and, probably regrets. And getting Trump. So basically... This week, he's going to be... They want to have this case hanging indicted. over him. Exactly. They the want to drag it out all the way through 2020. So expect this bullshit to go on all the way through the rest of this year and into next year until it comes to a head at an appointed time when they decide is the best time because obviously anybody who has any sense knows that this is all politically motivated. It's bullshit. The idea that Trump would be you know, indicted in some serious way or whatever for, 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 for taking home documents. He took home documents like uh, really, like the nuclear codes or something, or or uh, what else was it? Some some um, the U.S. presence presence in certain countries, you know, basically stuff to do with the deep state and their their war against their their ongoing geopolitical war against Russia and China and other countries. They focused on that and said this could harm our intelligences and our national security, blah blah, because he just had them, right? Uh, like he was going to give the nuclear codes or, or, or something to Eiji, you know, 
Because yeah. he, you know, that's that's how laughable it is, and it's you know because this is top secret information. He didn't give it to anybody, but he talked to some people about it, and that's bad enough. But if you remember this as a president, now I mean, you can you can say that those are, those are terrible things that he did, but it's obviously not because most presidents take home top secret documents, and it's no big deal. But what most presidents or presidential candidates don't do is what Hillary Clinton did, and was actually exposed as having done. And you can just play this. Uh, Back, um, what, geez, six years ago now? Let's hear Comey, the slime ball that he is. The C-SPAN networks bring you long-form oh. public affairs programming from the nation's capital and are a public service right. of your television provider. C-SPAN, created by cable. Whatever, Brought to you by me. Pfizer. I thought I gave you, hang on, maybe I didn't give you the right. Good morning. How Actually, did I give you update, the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, we that's, don't that's want to listen to all that. Listen to that guy. It's actually a short one. Here it is here. Um, the short version. Yeah, that one. Just uh, play that. From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the State Department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret at the time they were sent. 36 of those chains contained secret information at the time, and eight contained confidential information at the time. That's the lowest level of classification. Highest level being top secret. Uh, so that's Hillary sending out top secret emails containing top secret information, multiple emails, to whoever... Uh, obviously, people that she shouldn't have been, and meh, not a, not a peep, not a word, not even, not even, nobody ever, nobody even, you know, talked about uh, oh, legal proceedings. Trump did. Well, he talked about it, but no one ever serious, no one in the Justice Department ever yeah. gave a second thought to going near her. And yet, all Trump does is do what previous presidents have done, which is when they leave office, they take certain documents from the White House that they saw themselves that they were given access to as president, took them home for short period of time they could always be asked they could be asked to return them whatever but that's what he's basically being indicted on and the media is really desperately trying to make it into something that it's not uh, especially in the context of uh, people like Hillary Clinton and many others I mean Washington DC runs on people leaking stuff to other people and in particular to the media for money for money for whatever <coughs> it's it's like a cesspool of it right so the idea that Trump would be being indicted and it would lead to some actual criminal prosecution um, for 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 this nonsense is ridiculous. It's obviously politically motivated. Anybody who doesn't know that Trump has spent the past six years being politically being being hounded by politically motivated accusations and claims, impeachment twice, you know, um, all the rest of it, the Russia Gate, the Mueller investigation, uh, all of that was all baseless. He hasn't done anything that anybody before him did not do and it was no big deal but now it's a big deal because they want to uh, keep the pressure on them and they're, they're just doing this and they're going to string it out like we said they'll string it out for the next year until if they can they'll bring it to bring it to court and try and actually get him what I don't know suspended sentence or something like that and what's the point I don't know what the point is the point is. I suppose is to sway voters yeah ideally but I don't think they're going to sway split, any voters split voters to go to DeSantis right maybe 
yeah. in their wishful Plus, thinking that desperate. they think this will work, but it probably won't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's pretty pathetic. Yeah, I don't... And of course, Biden, there's a, there's a whole case against Biden right now, oh, class, classified do- documents. Oh, of course, we mentioned the, the Hunter Biden laptop um, and the CAA intervening to dismiss the Hunter Biden laptop, regardless, not even talking about the actual details of the Hunter Biden laptop and the fact that it has probably has information on it that would uh, show that Biden used basically pay for pay for access. You know, he was basically involved in cronyism and, 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 and uh, uh, using the office of the vice president, um, which he was in at the time to 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 enrich himself and his family by getting access to him for sweet deals for people from Ukraine, from China, from wherever. Um, that's on the laptop, uh, but that's been suppressed. You're not allowed to talk about that. And the CAA all got together in 2000, uh, 2020 and um, when the laptop story came out and the CAA got together and said this is Russian disinformation, even though they knew it wasn't. So the CAA has been lying for Biden and lied for him and interfered in the election basically in 2020 on behalf of Biden. Um, that's, that's, you know, so it's obviously politically motivated um, against Trump, has been for all that time. This is just one more aspect to it. Anybody who doesn't know that is deluded, obviously. Um, we're not Trump supporters, but we just call things as they are, and any, you know, anybody should be able to do that. Be a bit impartial when it comes to just figuring out what's going on in the world. Uh, don't let your bias and your prejudice distort the facts that you see. Um, so I think anybody with any sense knows that, knows it's politically motivated, and like you just said, they're trying to, you know, just put pressure on them. And I don't think... Yeah. It, it's shaping up to make a shit show of next year's election in the totally. US. Yeah. In the run-up to it, the campaign, all of that is just going to be a, a load of nonsense, you know. As, as proof that we're not <clears throat> Trump supporters, I say Bobby Kennedy all the way. I am now a Democrat. Well, a proxy Democrat. I'm not American. I can't vote. But if I was, Bobby all the way. What's going to happen if Ron DeSantis gets the nomination? Don't care. I'd love to see the Republicans fighting among themselves. What's going to happen, though? What's Trump going to do? He will probably... Um, I, think I, was, I think we were overthinking it before that he would have to reconfigure and refinance a new campaign after the nomination process in June, July next year mm-hmm. and, you know, have a backup plan of creating a third and running as an independent. Um, I don't even think he needs to do that. He just needs to keep campaigning as him, Team Trump, MAGA. As he can keep MAGA. MAGA's his As messaging. a Republican. Whatever. Whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter. Say, I, I am, it doesn't matter. And because people have been saying and uh, a I checked it out, and it's it's not that you, you don't have to Restart. you don't have you don't have to start a new party or, or run it as an independent and then file that separately and then wait the approval. But people just write you in. Your supporters on the day you right. get a write in, right? On the day, yeah. Trump, the media can just say, "Oh, he's gone now," and just not touch him ever again. Mm-hmm. But he, they still go Trump supporters, and they, it's a write in on mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. They can actually add to the list yeah. of candidates Trump. Well, that would definitely split the, Republican vo- split the Republican vote in a big way. The thing is, we wouldn't know anymore because there would be no formal polling, which includes a third independent party candidate. It would come as a shock at the, come November, right. come election time. 
that's when the shit shows start. So they can keep this calm and under wraps. And formally, there's here's the DeSantis as the Republican candidate and presumably Biden as the Democrat. And that's it. Everything will seem normal. And then the shit show actually comes down the pike uh, come November. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even then, I don't know. I'm not as confident as you that it will be such a... Because if, if we're talking about it a year ahead of time, well, you can bet that uh, they'll be ready for it. Did you see... I the- mean, look look what happened last time. Election day became election week. Yeah, election month. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we suspended counting. We're all going home. And next morning, oh, look at this. Biden's in the lead. Okay. I mean, Did you see YouTube uh, is no longer removing videos spreading U.S. election <laughs> misinformation? Oh, Good. It was rigged. Really? Is that, is that, <laughs> is that all you want to say? <clears throat> what was rigged? All of them. All the elections were rigged. What I just described, the counting. Yeah. Same with um, the... Finally. Does that include 2022? Because they stole it from um, Blake, Blake Masters. Oh, I don't know. I might be in shaky ground there. Carrie, Carrie, what's her name? No. They said, YouTube has announced changes to its election misinformation policy. The website will not remove content claiming widespread fraud, error, or glitches in previous elections. So any election you want, go for it. Tell us about them all. This them all. This them all. Yeah. um, All the elections were rigged. They were both rigged. They were rigged against a number of Trump supporter MAGA-type candidates in Mm. 2022. Um, That's a kind of no-brainer because the woman who won in Maricopa, uh, in Arizona... I mean, Carrie Lake? No, no, she should have won. But the woman who won in her stead um, was in charge pretty much of the vote counting. So, right. I mean, that's like <laughs> so what no you're saying. Her. <laughs> so what you're saying is there's wide, evidence of widespread election fraud in American elections, yeah. both, both uh, for Congress, Senate, and presidential elections. That well, it's a banana republic, it's a shit show, there is no democracy in America, and the election system is a joke. Yeah. It's worse than Nicaragua. Yeah, just watch, now that we can mention it, watch 2,000 <coughs> Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Just one aspect of what was going on during election week uh, in 2020. Um, Do you it's a conspiracy. It's a vast left-wing conspiracy. <laughs> okay. To regulate Not just left, of course, yeah. but it's deep state stuff. But. What about the, yeah, okay. Do you want to? Is there any more you want to get off your chest? <laughs> holding it back for a long time. Do you want to say? Do you want to say it, say it again? Even say what? Say that the election was rigged again. Twenty twenty election was rigged. Say say what you said again. The twenty twenty election was rigged. And twenty twenty two. And twenty twenty two. There's rigging goes on all the time. Uh, no, just since twenty sixteen. Okay. This all started. Yeah, it all started because they were trying to rig twenty sixteen. On the night, you remember, this is the first signal. We got election week in 2020, but we got a long election night on 20, 2016. That was unusual. Trump only walked out at 3-something a.m. in the morning. Why? It should have been called by 11. It was a slam dunk. Trump won. Hmm. But they didn't. I think something fishy was going on there, and they were like, oh, shit, we didn't have enough rigging processes in place, vote counters, hmm. Uh, dead people, whatever, um, mules, um, ballots, uh, ballot harvesting. There wasn't enough of a uh, structure in place in 2016. And you remember that it went on for weeks 
with votes still coming in in 2016, that was that was a clue that 2020 was going to be a shit show because the votes were still coming in such that by early December 2016, the overwhelming media treatment, the 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 uh, the post match analysis was that Hillary had won the popular vote by a lot. Trump only won because of the antiquated, outdated electoral college system in the United States. God, we need to change that. You see how the system's rigged against us and Democrats got riled up. Yeah, it's rigged. It's rigged against the blacks and the minorities and everyone living in the cities. I mean, we're the people. And that's out of that emerged the drive for electing baristas like AOC. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the dumbest people. Th- that opened the floodgates for what came next. It's been a process. And it began in 2016 because they realized they didn't rig it enough. They, they were caught. They were, their wishful thinking was no one's really going to vote for Trump, not in the large numbers. But it, they, they, were, they were so, the head was up their ass. New York Times polls on the night of the election. Yep, it's Hillary. 90% sure it's Hillary. Mm-hmm. They were so wrong. Wishful thinking. So wrong. Just like they were about Brexit in the UK. Mm-hmm. I think they tried to rig that too. Mm. And they did not come close enough. Jeez, you're going, you're going back further. What about the Scottish Indie Ref, Independence Referendum for Scotland? Is that rig? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, you're going back a long way now. Look, post 9-11, the world changed, okay? But we're living in an age of... Well, look what else emerged out of 2016. Fake news. Yeah. That's that, but that's them, the system, projecting it onto us, the mm. people. They're the ones lying about everything, misinforming, disinforming. Mm-hmm. You know, the people are, people can suss it out among themselves in the town hall or in the, the public forum, <clears throat> social media. They'll figure it out. They don't need to, you know, just keep affording in the facts and we'll share and I'll get an idea. And may not, they may not be able to articulate the argument well. They, they claim that, oh, no, no, you can't just leave them to it. No. They need fact-checking police because otherwise they'll be taken in by a demagogue. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. In an open democracy, in an uh, open information age, that, that cannot and does not happen. Mm-hmm. The crowd as a whole, from the calm state of mind, not from a panic situation, not from an emergency situation, in the calm of their homes with their fam- family and friends, they'll figure it out mm-hmm. as a group. They won't be spooked. There won't be a Hitler coming to power, which mm-hmm. is what they were trying to tell us Trump would be yeah. if you vote for him. Because it wasn't a panic situation. There was no crisis. Mm-hmm. They could figure it out. But then the actual pool from which actual Hitlers emerged went, oh, no, 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 no. We can't be letting the, the normies decide this. Mm. This is our country. And they kicked into gear. So, yeah, it was mainly 2016. Mm. 2014, maybe. Yeah, Scotland. What do you think of California? You ever been to California? No. Don't much care to either. You know, listen to what's going on in the California State Assembly uh, these days. So this particular bill adds the very important factor that affirming a child's gender identity is in their best interest, which is what your question is about. Why does it get why does it actually say that in an affirmative way? And it really is because if you have a seven year old who's who's talking about having a potential to say I being able to articulate that they believe that they are not the same gender Um, as they are biologically, then it should be affirmed. And through care, 
it should be determined. And that's what we did with our own child. And that would give the ability for a parent who wasn't sure to affirm and get their child the care that they need to make that so they can begin to articulate that determination. But by saying and rejecting it in wholesale, then you're essentially rejecting your child. And that is not in the best interest of a child. We should be affirming our children in every possible way and getting them whatever appropriate care they need, whether it's based on their gender, whether it's based on how their um, studies are in school. It doesn't matter. Our Hmm. children should be affirmed. And this is saying that you Hmm. have to include gender affirmation as a part of that. Affirm your children in every possible way. Can you translate that to me for me? Basically, I don't speak Californian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a new language. Uh, she's basically saying that in California, and we know this is the case, this is the dominant political discourse, is that if you have a seven-year-old child and the child says they're a dinosaur, then you have a duty as a parent to get them the care they need to actualize their dinosaurness. What do you mean by care? Well, you know, I mean, if it needs some uh, medical uh, transitioning, if they need to have their arm short, shortened, if they're like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, they need to have their like arm shortened quite a lot, uh, their head enlarged, um, their different skin skin grafts, probably several new sets of teeth, that kind of thing. Um, so the seven-year-old would be getting some serious plastic surgery. Yes, if they feel. And how would, the, how would the seven-year-old afford it, especially in the United well, States? Parents' duty, medical. No, it's the parents' duty to provide that. What if Although, the parents can't afford it? Well, the government will probably step in, right, and help you. So the government is just transition your child, helping to affirm, yeah, dino babies. It feels like she's a yeah, or a, a fairy, for example. Uh, you need to have some, you know, you have wings grafted onto their back and stuff, you know, uh, because the child knows what it wants. What it wants at seven years old, no matter what it says, and um, <clears throat> so our our more mundane example would be if a boy, um, or a girl boy, let's say, let's say a girl said that she wanted to be a boy, then you would be, it's your duty as a parent to affirm that child's assertion that they feel like a boy and immediately go and get the care they need to kind of actualize that, that affirmation, you know, to, so they can follow the process of turning uh, your girl child into a boy child through medical procedures. And this is, this is what this is the way. This is the way, man. Um, so right. it's going to... Li- <laughs> you know, this, is, this is in the context of aliens, you know? Like, we're, we're having to deal with that and aliens. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it, it, the world's pretty pretty fucked up. It's pretty scary, you know? Um, there's, like, this Babylon Bee, basically, yeah, combined the two uh, recently in a, in, a, in a graphic with a little, little headline. Uh, it says Pentagon struggling to explain all 437 Earth genders to aliens. <coughs> well, they're in the right place. The Pentagon's the place to go if you need to explain things to aliens. You get an explainer. Um, take me to your leaders. Go to the Pentagon. They'll explain it to you. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Pride Month continues. This is a um, tweet from the United States. What is USDA? Department of Agriculture. So grains and stuff, right? Grains, manure, tractors, and yet they're tweeting like, hmm. "Yeah, I don't claim to understand it." If you do and you're watching, yeah, um, great. I don't know 
It looks nice, like nice colors. Makes it more colorful. Yeah, it's a, it's a spectrum, yeah. you see, Neil. It's festive. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum of disorders. That's, that's an example of your child. The rainbow is an example of your child. They're a spectrum. Uh-huh. Specifically, their gender or their 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 biological sex is is on a spectrum. They're not born a boy or a girl. They're born can be born anywhere on that spectrum and can change along that spectrum at any point in time from an early age. You see, Neil? No. All right. Um, CNN's reporting that an average of 9% of people across 30 countries polled, quote, identify as LGBT. 9%. Sounds high, right? Read the details and it says, actually, it's just 3% that consider themselves gay. Which is interesting because here's the percentage of the U.S. population that, quote, identified as LGBT back in 2012 before this shit kicked off. If you search for... You're searching that article for um, tracking... Yeah. Yeah. The percentage of American adults identifying as LGBT increased, this article's from five years ago, whatever, increased to 4.5% in 2017, up from 4.1% in 2016, and 3.5% in 2012 when Gallup began tracking the measure. 4.5% 4.5% 2017. Six years later now, CNN says this group poll of 30 countries, not just the U.S., is 9%. Or doubled almost, yeah. So is that just who they are, and now they're in a safe environment where they've always been there and can feel they can come out? Or have they been changed that way because the USDA is tweeting shit like that? I know it's a minefield and all that, but uh, sorry, this is... Then, of course, you can consider the fact that within the demographics, 20%, 20% of American youth, that's anyone up to like their 20s. One in five identify as LGBT. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, you've got like, uh, I can't remember her name. I think she's a Finnish, like she's an actual shrink who's involved in the gender affirming care. Um. She, she was in it, had an interview that got picked up by the New York Post. I don't have it to hand, but she cited a a meta study of twelve other studies. There's not much studies done on this, of course, it's new, mm-hmm. but still showing that over eighty percent of teenagers grow out of it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. But no, we're going to affirm it at age seven. Take your kid and start cutting them up. Take your kid to a drag queen show. Mental. Um, moving on to Ukraine. Yeah. You Ukraine. want to know what's going on with the... Uh, oh, the dam blew up. Well, yeah, the dam blew up. But do you want to know Ukraine's uber offensive to beat all offensive? Offensive uh, has finally started. And do you want to know how it's going? Uh, CNN said it's going brilliantly. And yep. they've reported here's, that the, here's uh, the direct, Russians direct, direct from the scene, here's how it's going.
That's just a small snippet. No, 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 no. That, that's, that's fake news. You notice that the Russian, that's from Russia's Ministry of Defense. That's all fake. What you just saw there is fake. <clears throat> Here's a Sky News report of the same footage. Yesterday. It's just 30 seconds. It's just a clip from the 24-7 bullshit being put out in Western media. But if I, if I look over here and look at the actual square here, you can see this is the, the fire on apparently on the tank. I know it's grainy, but fire doesn't appear in squares. And it does, mm. and if you look at the image carefully, Correct. it does look Correct. as if it's almost been superimposed. So mm. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what, what this is part of the information war that's going on. So much copium. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That burning tank is not actually a burning tank, tank according to Sky News. So, uh, He's basically suggesting that it's like fake blood, actual theory. Yeah, you know, we can't uh, tell these days, you know, videos. When did MSM pundits become fucking internet trolls? Sky News. I know. What do you mean MSN? Uh, MSM, mainstream oh, yeah. pundits. Like, they're now putting out, like, the same kind of... This is what they said in 2016. There's a fake news explosion online and people are doubting... And they no longer believe in the. They no longer have the full faith in our institutions. We need to do something there because people like that were on the internet mm-hmm. casting doubt mm-hmm. on world events, on incidents, on false flag attacks, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, what is that? Yeah, that's a guy basically implying to probably the thirteen or so million Britons who watched that last night mm-hmm. that Russia's not winning. Ukraine's still winning. So that's all. That's the offense has been successful. Yeah, so the yeah. the dam, um, Kharkova, is it Kharkova? Yeah. HPP, hydroelectric power plant. Kharkovka. Kharkovka, hydroelectric power plant um, up the Dnieper River north of uh, Kherson. Um, blew up somehow or other. Um, Western media said Russia did it. Russia said, obviously, Ukraine did it. Yes, um, blaming each other. I, I love how they do that. Here's a list of all the attacks against the dam in the last year. Um, this is the number of times um, uh, strikes by the armed forces of Ukraine against this dam. Um, a chronology. This is published just this week. Um, beginning in July last year, high Mars. Uh, a week later, another attack, source unknown. A week later, high Mars. A week later, shelling. Mm-hmm. And so on, high Mars, shells, high Mars, shells, all the way down to November. Mm-hmm. And in conclusion, they say, during the summer autumn of 2022, more than 300 missiles were fired at this dam, which is occupied by the Russian forces. Yeah. Imagine how... Yeah. I was going to say, imagine how deluded you have to be. Well, yeah, well, well the they're in is, La La Land, of the course. The thing is, of is that I think it's... Uh, I think that dam was built supposedly to withstand a nuclear explosion. Um, it's fairly strong, it was, but like you just said, it's been subjected to multiple repeated, up until the end of last year, multiple and repeated um, shelling, artillery shelling, including 
American made homage because the Russians held it all that time. Basically, the Russians have held it since the beginning of the beginning of the conflict. So um, it may be possible. It's possible that neither side is to blame, which is why they're blaming each other. It also seems to have caught both of them kind of unawares in terms of uh, if you look at how the kind of troops uh, had to skedaddle pretty quickly to get out of the flow of water. You know, there don't seem to have have been preparations from either side, uh, you know, implying that one side or the other knew that this was going to happen, so moved their troops back. Uh, It's possible that it just failed uh, after one final artillery attack. Maybe it was, maybe our... You know, maybe there's one more recently, but I mean, no, there's, there's, there, there, there was a, there's been a break. It stopped in November. I know. It yeah. stopped in November. You remember that what happened? <clears throat> the, the Russians were occupying that part. They actually had withdrawn, the, the, along with Not the mass the dam, evacuation. Though. The dam was still under their control. Yeah. Well, when they, they made rem- the, they moved to the left, they, the left, the left bank. They of moved. The, the, they withdrew, and that was a great victory bank. for the whatever. And then they moved the entire population, or most of it, of what in Kherson. Oh, well, that's further south, yeah. <clears throat> just, the city. Well, just. The ones that wanted to leave. There's I think once that, once that was done, the attacks on the dam just dropped way off. Yes. From the Ukraine. Yeah. However, I get what you're saying. There could have been third-party specialists from probably Britain or the US mm-hmm. who pushed things along. And what, what an interesting day they chose, D-Day, maybe to force this offensive to finally commence it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's possible. Because I, there's, I, I've seen I've seen photographs. I forgot to bring them, but I see, I've seen there's photographs from uh, May and June this year showing what looked like a breach in the dam already. Okay, you know, so that it could have uh, after repeated like up until the end of last year, repeated attacks on it that uh, and the, and apparently the water was allowed to build up. Basically, who knows exactly why? But the level of the water was beyond what it, what it normally would have been allowed to get to seventeen and a half meters or something. Um, that just may have failed, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to know, but it definitely looks like it's, it's a possibility anyway. Uh, I yeah. mean, of course, there's an argument that the Ukrainians did it to try and, um, you know, to flood out Russian kind of crossings further down river and stuff, and to flood areas on the on that looking downstream on the left bank that Russia held. But it flooded the right bank as well. That the Ukrainians held. Like neither side really seemed to have benefited in any significant way. From this, from that, that significant flooding, it didn't really seem. To, it doesn't have, hasn't changed anything, or it wasn't a major coup for any one side. You know, in advance of Russia's or Ukraine's offen- supposed offensive, it's it's faltering, <laughs> it's disastrous so far. Anyway, offensive or to to prevent the offensive in, in any significant way um, by the Russians. So because the the Ukrainian offensive is basically south, it's on the Ukrainian side of the river and it's southwards towards kind of the main axis of the offensive is south south towards. Uh, Towards in the Crimea direction, basically, you know, um, so it doesn't seem to have benefited either side really in any way. I mean, given the the the, the, the significance of of doing that, of flooding yeah. like a major area, you know. Um, the most <clears throat> striking thing about this is that it's it's thanks to Russian actions to evacuate the area and the city that just. They report the the mayor of the nearby town, Novaya Kakova, Kakovka, reports that just five people were killed, and about forty injured. Hmm. I mean, it, it's only because of what they did last autumn, evacuating the place, mm-hmm. and it, the Yuki's got their their victory. They they rolled back into 
um, Carson City. You remember CNN and all were there to, to film the great victory, the taking back of the city of Kherson. Mm-hmm. And uh, these aegis lined up on the side of the road giving the Sikh Heil. <coughs> yeah. And CNN quickly trying to just avoid showing that footage, but it's still in the footage. You know, um, it's just, it, it, what is news and what isn't news, like obviously it's all controlled by the West for, for Western Anglophone media, but the big story there is the amazing save which Russia always gets no kudos for in the West of avoiding a, the disaster that it was it was heading for. Mm. Um, similarly, with the nuclear plant as well, the one in uh, Zaporizhia. Um, Do you want to? Is this related? I, I bet this is. I mean, uh, there's just this, the skullduggery and scumbaggery in this war is just through the roof. And no, it's not the Russians. So yesterday, or two days ago, that low death toll of civilians obviously pissed off someone in Kiev or and or London or the US because um, some more of those British cruise missiles, the Storm Shadows, were fired at a shelter in Kherson that's housing maybe a former hotel that's housing people who had to evacuate in case they were killed by the dam. Uh, one, one dead that I know of, maybe more. I mean, that's targeted. They picked that out. It's cruise missile. It's, it's not random. Oh, a shell, stray shell hit a place that happened to have evacuees. They chose the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, if that isn't terrorism, I don't know what is. Like, well, I like to, not again, I like to use one from the article. If you're wondering how we got here, um, I just pulled this one out of the archives just so you know how we got here and really what America's fighting against when it comes to Russia. Just uh, this headline from CNN. It's from July 2nd, 2018. Read it and weep, Neil. America's racism has long been Russia's secret weapon. That's that one explained. Uh, from 2018. Mm-hmm. It's 2018. Uh, it's a long time ago. Uh, I suppose. Well, <clears throat> there is a history of um, of Russia from black racism. leaders finding political refuge in the former Soviet Union, mm. going back to the 1920s. Um, I think I'm familiar with her. She's now she's living in Russia. Yep. Maybe even born there. Her father left or something. Yep. in the 60s. No, Neil, you're missing the point. Russia is doing <coughs> racism in America. Ah, so Russia is exploiting the natural divisions in our country. No, no, there are no national, natural divisions. Oh, right. Russia is the cause of racism in America. Period. Yes. Right. I don't know, I mean, the details of how it does that are complicated, but you just need to believe, Okay. Okay. Don't question it. Um, you know, and that's going forward. I want you to take that approach with everything else the media comes up with. Just okay. believe, okay? And that's particularly important in the context of this alien business. We need to get some of them badges, I believe. Uh, yeah. But uh, we're going to get an I believe CNN badge. I believe Gosh. everybody. I believe the government. I believe the aliens before I believe CNN. Uh, you, no, well, you know, well, there might be much difference between them, you know. Um, 
And this is more recent one, right up to date. Headline for you to for you to react to. I want your reaction to this headline from the Guardian, lefty newspaper, pro-Palestinian human rights, bleeding heart, all that kind of stuff. Headline: Palestinian journalist hit in head by bullet. Oh, those bullets during raid on terror suspects home. Well, my first question is, what was the bullet doing there? Yes, frankly. Um, it's just, I mean, do people not keep control of their bullets anymore, letting them just roam streets in Palestine? I'm, I mean, I don't know because I don't want to be anti-Semitic or whatever, but I'm, I think it might have been an Israeli bullet. So, but that's still, I'm not, I don't want to be anti-Semitic because I'm, I'm not blaming the Israelis. I'm just saying that the Israelis need to keep control of their bullets a bit more, letting them just wander the streets and flying into people's heads, particularly Palestinians, which they seem to have. I don't have an affinity for. It's just, uh, it's, or maybe it was AI. Maybe the bullets have become sentient. Yes, wow. and are just out there, you know, causing <coughs> havoc in 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 Palestine. Well, flying at people, knowing how nice Israel is, hit in the head by a, maybe it was hit in the head by a falling bullet. Maybe it fell off like a wall or something, and it just bonked him on the head. It's, it's it's probably the terrorist's fault. Yeah, he was in the wrong place. Well, oh. it wasn't a terrorist, it was a, it was a photographer and a journalist. Yeah. No, but it's his fault that the journalist got right. the bullet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so that's how to interpret the news right there. Um, um, and, um, yeah. Just what we should just say for the record, that the Russian Ministry of Defense says that just in the last... I lost track of it. Um, I think it's... Ah, no one knows exactly when the counter-offensive start, but there have been two major movements, and they're on the Zaporizhia part mm-hmm. of the front. So that's the region between Kherson, which is north of Crimea, and the Donbass proper. So there were two major um, offensive, counter-offensive launched uh, in, in two spots in Zaporizhia. Russian MOD says they estimate... The Ukrainians have lost, in, so in three days, 3,700 dead and wounded, and an estimated 300 vehicles, including Leopard 2. German tanks. Awesome German tanks and Bradley fighting vehicles. And Max Pros. Yeah, the MRAP. You know what MRAP yeah. stands for? Mine-resistant, ambush-protected <laughs> vehicle. Well, they got blown up by mines. Um Maybe they were mine-resistant against, you know, Afghan shepherds' IEDs, but against the Ruskies? I don't think so. Putin on Friday uh, made a statement about this. We can state with absolute certainty that this Ukrainian counteroffensive has begun, and the use of strategic reserves point to it, points to it. They obviously Strategic reserves being a bunch of cannon fodder. Can, but, well, cannon but, fodder up uh, the front, but uh, apparently that... This is the last play for Ukraine. It is going to wrap up pretty soon, I think. I don't think this will go beyond this year. This is it, basically, for Ukraine. Another statement that is worth paying attention to is that it, it wasn't an official statement. It was said in an interview, but it was one of the Soloviki. That's like the, an insider in the Kremlin. I think he's the head of the FSB. Mm. Um, that... The SMO, did he, did he say it outright or did he say we're thinking about it? I can't remember how he phrased it, but that they're adding to their list of objectives. 
demilitarization, denazification, and now explicitly regime change in Kiev. Mm-hmm. So that suggests they're prepared to go a lot further than. Uh, well, it would just take a well place. Just protecting the the new regions, you know. Well, it would just take you know find out where Zelensky and his friends are, and a couple of missiles to do the job, you know. Right, but why not? Why has that not been done to date? If that could well, end it, because they just, like I said, they just decided regime change was now on the agenda. So if they want to do it, yeah, it's be hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tucker Carlson's first, what he called, he, he made an interesting analogy when he did his monologue from his sauna or whatever at home. Um, for historical analysis, he said. Or an analog, analogous situation. It's like, here we are, I'm talking to you, in a situation similar to the way in which f- factual information had to be transmitted into the former Soviet Union through shortwave broadcast. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. here I am booted off and I'm, I'm having we're talking it, uh, through this medium. Um, it reminded me of that, that the first Science, Science of the Times podcast you guys did where you had this blurb that would play uh, at the intro along with some a little ditty tune and it would be a voice that would come on that would say broadcasting into the heart of an occupied America. Yeah. He said something similar like mm. we're occupied and I'm just trying to get a yeah. signal into this. We were way ahead of the curve. You know, 20 years ago. Yeah. But whatever. It's all other people. But now someone else is taking up the torch yeah. and he can get 88 million views in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. So things are the same, but things are different. Yeah. It's changing, huh? Yeah. Um, horrific knife attack in Annecy, eastern France, yesterday. Yeah. Um, this is kind of newsworthy, almost because, well, obviously it's sadistic and horrific what happened, but um, four toddlers in a playground were mm. stabbed by this... There's video of it online that... It's some of it's gory, but thankfully most of it's edited out. He stabbed four toddlers. Like one of them was one years old. I don't think any of them have died yet. No. Um, but the guy is like a well-built, well-fed Syrian Immigrant. who had attained refugee status in Sweden, decided he didn't like it there, and was somehow in eastern France, in this sleepy Alpine town of Annecy. Oh, they made sure to let us know in the initial headlines, breaking news about this, that he had shouted during the attack that he was doing it for Jesus. Mm. I'm a Christian, this is for Jesus. Utterly weird, no updates on it yet. Apparently he had no criminal record, no nothing. So, Anyway, what I was going to say was, this is almost newsworthy because it's like, this has not been happening mm-hmm. post-COVID. Mm-hmm. You remember it just... It, Someone just turned the switch off and all the shit stopped mm-hmm. when, when COVID. Why? Because psychotic people and terrorists, you know, <laughs> were social distancing. We're going to say, oh, no, 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 jihadin, no beheading. Uh, we take a break, you know, the virus. Like, shut up. Come on. It's turned off. And th- this is rare now because it, it has flashback. There's been a few car rammings, stabbings like this. There was one oh, full-in AK-47 group of armed jihadis in Vienna, Austria, like in mm. late 2020. But other than that, global war and terror just went away with mm-hmm. the COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID then went away with the Ukraine invasion. And 
here we are. That's, that's it's going to dial down soon, and that's why my hot take for the week is that um, fake alien invasion is <laughs> going to be the next current thing. Yeah, yeah. How are we going to get people polarized on that, though? How are you going to be pro or anti? There'll be Democrat aliens and Republican aliens. <laughs> MAGA aliens. Yeah. <coughs> make Earth great. Make Earth great again. Yeah. No, they'll be. Make Earth a great feeding trough again. Yeah. No, they'll come to unite us all under the galactic banner of oh, uh, peace, peace and uh, anal probes. Jesus. Jesus is right. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there for this week. Uh, you can you can stay on and talk about aliens for another half hour if you want. Do you want to? No. No? You're going to leave it there too? Yeah. Do you have anything important? Are you sure? Is the something? wildfires in Quebec, who did it? Uh, aliens. Aliens? Yeah. Did you see the video people are sharing where they're like... It's it's uh, footage. It's radar or yeah, high altitude satellite footage, and the smoke trails all spread at once. Mm. And they're like directed energy weapons or whatever, or someone with a match, <coughs> or a can, of, a can of gasoline. Couldn't fires all start at once because lightning hit all at once? Yeah. In many How, in, alien. In lightning. their defense, their counter to that was yeah, but there's no cloud coverage. Right. I don't know. Maybe from that high altitude, it didn't look like there was cloud coverage. Alien beaming electricity. Alien beaming, beamed lightning bolts. The scenes in New York were nuts, though. Yeah. That was... Apocalyptic. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 2 p.m. It was, like, dark. Dark and orange. Uh, I presume it's cleared by now. Don't know. Maybe maybe it got wiped off. Might wiped out. Maybe the, the smoke wiped out New York. Have you checked? Well, we're essentially see people on the streets there. Yeah. The face masks came back. Oh, yeah. I'm like, finally, that's a practical reason to wear two face masks. There you go. Because it might actually keep... <laughs> Keep you breathing all right enough to get home. Yeah. So there you go. So that's a rundown of uh, the nonsense, hysteria, hyperbole, and generalized bullshit that's been going on on the planet over the past week or so, or two. Um, and uh, that's all we have to say about it, really. Uh, just watch the space. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for commenting. We hope you enjoy the show. We'll be back next week with another one. On whatever bullshit's been going on between now and then. So, until then, have a good one. See you later. Thanks for watching. Bye, everyone. Can't stop the signal now.